and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode number 61, and I'm joined once again by the boss man himself. He is the principal owner of Battle Club Pro, one of the co-owners of the Fallout Shelter, Joe King Morales, or I like to call him Money Morales, though, just because that's how I know him first. How's it going, brother? I'm good, bro. Uh, you know, enjoying uh, the ride right before everything gets crazy this weekend. No, definitely, definitely. I can imagine. That's This is like we're getting to that 48-hour mark now. We're starting to get closer and closer. This is when it starts to set in like, oh, yeah, we got a show now. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, no, all... that's a, it's it's always um at my you know where I work, people are like, You seem so serious. I'm like, Yeah, I'm kind of in show mode, just getting things together. Uh so yeah, it's 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 nuts that it's two days away. Um, you know, this this all came about in January, February with Danielle and Pretty Heels, and it's like it's now it's right around the corner. We're already halfway through twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh, that is insane how quick it's been going, too. And again, you guys have been rolling again with the last time I had you on, we we're promoting one of the shows. And since then, you've had not only that, but another another show as well. Yeah. That, um, again, that... the, the Fallout Shelter had a student showcase. Uh, it was yeah. incredible. Really happy with that turnout. Um, we've had representation from uh, on behalf of Cosmic at Ladies Night Out. We've had... Uh, Nevaeh Chantel do a bu bunch of bookings in the Queens and Brooklyn area. Um, Steve Pena uh, and KJ Mack made their lab debuts and they fought, they fought over the five point title. So it's been a lot a lot of things going on, which is just great. You know, the more content we can create with our brand and get our mission out there, it's it's always wonderful. Oh, definitely so, and I can imagine that's the best thing for you again to see that again. Not only is the company successful, but also the school again to see the talent get to be showcased all around because yeah. again it's, it's like it's a little bit of you everywhere now so you gotta love to see that you know it's, it's trying it's not so much about like me per se i want you know the the coaches the trainers the trainees no definitely, definitely. being super successful um and whatever avenues i can go about making sure that happens i'm, I'm gonna do i definitely hey even the coaches again all of them are going all around since the last last time we had Every officially, every coach has been a part of the AEW banner as well. Yep. So that's yep. that's been great to see. Mouse as well, still killing it on impact as well. So it's all been just a crazy ride. Yeah. Yeah. So and here we go. We got Wes and Kyle in the chat giving their love as always. Thank you guys. They're awesome, man. I, I love I love all the love that you know they have for independent wrestling together as a father certain duo. It's dope. You know, Wes and Kyle are it's just it's it's you know you're doing right when you see them. Definitely, definitely. There you go. But like I said, we are back here because we are talking everything. Welcome to War this weekend, a part of Black WrestleFest. Going to be live on Juneteenth. A special show right here. Again, yeah. we got a great poster right there. Let's look at the talent on that poster. But like I said with Mr. Martinez, I might agree with him a little bit. It's, this might be a little bit of a, a better poster. I don't you know. know. I, I love I love Mr. Martinez. I do. Like I said, I wouldn't have federated on every just about every battle club show if I didn't think they were good for business. No. I felt a little hurt that he didn't give me my just due. Like that poster was because of me. You know, I I made it a point because, you know, listen, they're doing great things. Feder like yeah. I said, like he said, like I said, Federated has been battle club since day one. They've waved the, the, the battle club banner longer and harder than just about anybody with the exception of Darius Carter. Um, and just like Darius, uh, you know, we've had our issues, um, but it's all about seeing them prosper and be, you know, successful because that just means battle club is successful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like, I, I felt like Mr. Martinez gave me a little, a little love because that poster is dope. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was me pushing my guy to make sure that got done. Yeah, he, he made sure not to let us know that that note. It was yeah, like, no, 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 no love. It's, it's just like it's so awesome, right? <laughs> oh, no love. Man. But again, no. maybe he's just misunderstood. He forgot to. It was in the in the bottom line. No, no, like, no. His his mission statements about making sure Federated gets gets put over, which is fine. But a little a little love to something non Federated would have been okay. 
Hey, well, he did that on the show again when we had him on this week, which again, you guys can check that out. He again, he put over the show, he put over all the talent, not just federated. Well, a little more for the federated side of things, but it, it's expected. <laughs> like again, so uh, and then we had our conversation. So this is still this is going to be a conversation on Sunday, but uh, we'll we'll leave that for Sunday. But right. let's let's get to Sunday here. Let's talk about it again. A stacked card here. Again, just it's it's great to see all that happening under one roof. Again, I don't know if Brooklyn's going to be able to hold all this, but let's start it off here with those tag titles. Let's start off with this matchup here is going to be the main event taking on two members representing Federated here and Saeed Al-Sabah and Treehouse Lee. Your thoughts on this one? Because, again, main event has been another team that's been waving that banner for you guys. It was insane to see them win those titles and how emotional that was that night. And again, they're representing almost Battle Club here when they're taking on Federated. Yeah, um, I love main event. Um, I'm very open about my love for Saeed Al Sabah. It goes infinitely beyond the wrestling ring. Um, and I've wanted to have Treehouse be part of Battle Club for a while. So this is something that's wonderful. Um, I'm not sure if it's. Treehouse and Saeed as brothers representing Federated or if Treehouse is Federated. I, I don't know. That's a Mr. Martinez decision. Uh, what I do know is that I have to, like I said, get in contact with LaGuardia and JFK. Uh, I need air traffic control. Uh, I think I need a drone and, and maybe Tony needs to have a couple of cameras up on the roof because I don't know how much of this action is actually going to be on the mat. It's, it's going to be one of those like, oh my goodness, what's going on? It's, it's going to look like Crouching Tiger. It's going to look like a superhero battle. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be above the ring. Uh, you know, taking it back to Jabber Slam one, intense. <laughs> um, oh, but it's definitely, definitely going to be above the ring uh, this match, and it's good. it's going to be dope because we've we've had those moments in Battle Club where something dope happens with a high fly move. Um, most notably, like uh, uh, Leah Hirsch's moonsault, that wonderful picture with the school in the background. Um, Midas's uh, a corkscrew moonsault versus the Sea Stars. Just we've had those moments, but we—I don't think we've had a match like that, at least in a long time. Um, and I want to say what was a big proud moment is uh, at that student showcase. We had a crew of just a straight up cruiserweight match that was like incredible to see. Um, so yeah, I, this tag match is going to have that those aspects and and. I hope people uh, stretch their necks out before this happens because it's going to be a lot of this. <laughs> no, definitely. It's going to be one that I, I can't wait. Great, fast-paced action. Also, I even told Mr. Martinez he might be careful because, again, when that ring of fire comes out, you never yeah. know where where J-Line is going to go. So uh, he might be in a, in the crash zone that night. So. He, what he needs to be careful is is – that Jay doesn't mess up his pretty suit with that steak that Jay has in his mouth. <laughs> hey, that's that's another thing. But speaking of that, again, we, we heard a little bit of the rumor of it. Is the show going to be outside, or is that still up in the air? So as of today, it's going to be 80 and sunny on Sunday. So I'm unless something happens and some, something changes, yeah, we're going to go back outside the first time in three years, the last time we were there. Uh, there you go prominent tag team action. Uh, it was uh, Santana and Ortiz's send-off before they hit the AEW, um, which was awesome to see. Um, but, yeah, three long years. Uh, COVID messed a lot of things up. But, yeah, we're, we're going to go outside with this one. It's going to be dope. Oh, there you go. That's going to be great. That's going to even be even better because, again, that just gives them more room to, to fly, especially for that match. <laughs> so there you go. Well, let's keep it going now. Let's go into the next contest here that is going to be a trios war. because It's called a trios match, but this is definitely going to be a war as you have Prolific take it on JTP South. Again, I'm glad this is outside because I don't know if the building would have been able to hold this in a fight right here because they're going to war. This, this, Especially this, what Prolific brings to battle club because again they've they've made it their battleground in a sense because let's let's take it back to the first war they had with stp and now they're taking on jtp here yes it's, it's um, gonna be something 
this is this is you know behind the scenes being called the Jabber Tears Civil War because <laughs> you know prolific is as pro Jabber Tears as it comes. Um, and then you got JTP South and Zuka, Rayhan, and Yaya. Like it, it's 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 awesome to see. Um, and it's kind of like incidentally in line with what Federated has going on with Federated North and South. So it's uh it's gonna be you know interesting. Um JTP South has the size advantage, um, with you know Rayhan being almost seven feet tall. Uh, Yaya being a huge boy and then Zuka being a throwback. But we all know how scrappy and how, you know, fight first prolific is. Uh, Wolf and Marquis and Tyree, like they're they're about it, you know. They're they're with they're with the shits like the kids say. <laughs> no, definitely so. And I'm that's what I'm looking forward to, because again, both of these teams are definitely they have they have that similar style in that ring, though. They're definitely gonna it's going to be a scrap. It's going to be a brawl in Brooklyn. Like, I can't wait to see who's going to be able to walk out with a win here. What we also have is that factor. Uh, Yaya still has that title match that he can decide mm -hmm. to throw in there whenever he wants. So, you know, Federated's got to look out because Yaya's got that that briefcase. Well, then, I, I, I forgot about that. That's something that uh, I know Mr. Martinez remembered after uh, this week. Oh, he remembers. He just doesn't talk about it because maybe he doesn't want anybody else to remember. Well, that might be it. Or maybe maybe he's trying to, to do some scouting to make sure he can influence Yah's decision before this Saturday. But Oh, Yah can't this, be bought. It's Sunday. Yah Saturday. cannot be bought. <laughs> Yah wants that franchise title. He tells me just about every time I see him, he's like, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Hey, where you going? Again? Maybe it's Sunday. Who knows? Maybe that's it's going to be double double duty that night, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, let's keep it going now. It's it's a three-way here featuring – this is definitely going to be another big matchup because you have one of the captains of the fallout here and Anthony Gamble. You have all the way from the Texas area, Mysterious Q, and then you have Big Cuzzo, who – Cuzzo's definitely shown now, especially in Battle Club as well, a new side of Big Cuzzo. This isn't the normal just happy-go-lucky, giving L's and all that. This has been a more of a hoss, if you will, of Cuzzo. And him and Mysterious Q and Gamble in there, this is going to be a true hoss fight, if you will. Yeah, no, this is definitely going to be something that I look forward to. Um, and I got some breaking news for you. Ooh. Uh, that match... The winner of that match will have the five points champion, whoever it may be, at Jobber Slam. Oh, there you go. Some breaking news there for well, that that just adds another layer to this match now. Because it's one because, thing to get the win and get hey, you go to the to the pay window, but now it's like how oh, there's gold. Yep. Involved. So you got you got Gamble, who was part of that five points title tournament. You have Cuzzo who's looking to, you know, really cement himself in battle club in fallout. And then you have Q who, you know, uh, you know, he, he's come up short the few times that he's been at battle club. He was unsuccessful against Mick Drake for the franchise title, the first uh, title defense. And then he had Saib Al-Sabah. Um, so they all have something to prove. They all have something to win. Um, I'm I'm excited because you got three really different styles. Q is built like you know a, a god, uh, and he moves like a cruiserweight. Gamble might be the smallest in terms of height, but his heart is just ridiculous. Like you talk about a guy who hasn't been given anything and just keeps fighting and clawing and fighting and clawing because he's got what it takes. You know that's that's why he was made captain of Fallout because he has everything it takes. And like you said, Cuzzo's been happy-go-lucky, and he realized it really hasn't done much for him. Yeah. So he's it's time for him to, you know, get a little serious, become, you know, yeah, he's smooth, you know, he's got that poppy chulo thing going, but he really, really wants to showcase the fact that he's a monster. Oh, definitely. I got to see that this weekend. I got to see Cuzzo in action, and even calling him, I can see how it's changed now. 
like calling that calling his match in the ring like Kuzo has brought out a new side that maybe this is what he needs this is what he needed to that, finally that second gear now to again that, showcase that, that tmd finish man that motherfucker dead that <laughs> oh man that crazy power slam is such a beautiful sight definitely is and again maybe that's what it takes to walk out sunday with a win and not only that but now be the next contender for that five points championship i can imagine kuzo's looking to to add some more gold to his waist right there but let's talk about this one because i had one of the competitors on the podcast yesterday he had a lot to, to say about this he definitely already he's counting himself the winner already him and cosmic to him are walking out victorious and that is rembrandt and cosmic taking on joseph alexander and jordan blade as we found yesterday it is going to be intergender style as well this we, yep. we got the confirmation from you yesterday again i i want to clarify because you never know especially with how the athletic commission is in here it's it's usually can it be can it not be but uh yeah that's gonna be interesting to see those four go at it but uh your thoughts on what rem had to say yesterday because he definitely had a lot to say yeah, got a ton to say, and and rightfully so, because um, he is an artist, and he paints a very unique picture when he's in the wrestling ring. Uh, I love, I love the kid. I love him. I love Cosmic. I love Jordan. Like this mat, this is a match. When you talk about throwing everything into a pot and hoping it works, and then it turns out to be the best meal you've ever had. That's what this is. Uh, I, yesterday on a different podcast, I had said Cosmic is very much like Taskmaster. Is she'll see something and then she can do it perfectly. Yep. It's scary to see, and that's all because of all the work that Rim Rem, Rem has given her. Rembrandt has worked with her so much, and and just over and just just he's given her, her, her focus like he said yesterday between him her and seaton like they're all equals and it's because of the work they put into each other they pour into each other it's not just you know a one-sided relationship it's symbiotic like they feed yeah. off of each other they're each other's catalysts and then um with jordan and joseph i mean you got two legit grapplers like two people who can genuinely shoot on you and and make you pay if you decide to make a mistake whether it's on the ground, whether it's suplexes or throws or just, you know, counter uh, counter maneuvers, like two genuine wrestlers, wrestlers. Uh, so it's a huge different, uh, huge contrast of styles where you have like, you know, these artists on one side that do whatever they can to win. And then you have this, you know, I don't want to say formulate, but they have this strategy, this constant strategy, like find a body part, pick a body part, choke them out break an ankle, break an arm, you know, uh, uh, make them suffer. Those things are like this. There's two totally different game plans and it's, it's going to be wonderful to see because that's the whole point of wrestling is to see people's style mesh and see how well they can have matches and the kind of chemistry they will have with each other. Definitely. And that's what I love about this craft because it gives you the option to see a lot of those Miss mixed match matches like this. Like, this is going to be something like I told to Rembrandt yesterday. I'm like, hey, are you ready to be in there with a true, like, tech, like, ring general in there, a technician like Jordan Blade and Joseph? Like, they're definitely going to be masses of that match on Sunday. Well, you know, um, the match he had with Pena was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Pena is a different kind of wrestler. Um, then Jordan and, 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 uh, Joseph, but Rembrandt held his own against Pena and I've seen him hold his own against people who are similar in styles to Alexander and Blade. Um, but he's crafty again, he's an artist. No. So he's able to see things in an abstract way. It's, it's almost like being able to see music, like he, his vision it's so unique. I'll never feel the first time he came to, to fallout. Like I, I made it a point. I shook his hands. Like, dude, I'm a big fan. And he was like, why? No, he didn't say why he goes really. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like just the, the look, the way you uh, approach your stuff. And I hadn't even seen any of his promo stuff. It was literally just watching the stuff that he had online when it comes to matches. Yeah. Then I started seeing the promo, the artistry, like, 
that character, I was just like, this guy, he's got it. He really does. You know, he called himself main event Rembrandt, and I think it's just justly, you know, it's justified. No, definitely, and that's what I told him, too, again, knowing him for the years that I've known him, seeing that evolution come out of him now and that hunger that's come out of him. Again, I got to credit as well where he's going now, where he's been, especially with you guys in the Fallout and Battle Club. It's brought out something I haven't seen of him in a while. And uh, I love to see, and again, that's what I'm looking forward to see Sunday, to see, because he said it, he could take an ass kicking and keep going. I'm looking forward to see what happens when, again, he has that focus again, when he has his mindset of main event Rembrandt. I don't know if the fans are ready to see what he truly can when he's ready to just, again, show out. So, But from that, this, this next one, when I saw the announcement, I was like, I, either they're insane or they know they have themselves a fight. Because you put together <laughs> the Boricua badass himself, the Bayon badass, the Boricua badass. He calls himself now the king of the north himself, a true legend, an OG, Dan fucking Moth against Shane Taylor, the baddest of all time. And this is going to be a fight. That again, I'm glad this is outside because they definitely would have teared the roof off of the place. They because. still might bring the building down being outside. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, monsters, genuine, like legit monsters. Um, real life kaijus and Pacific Ring brought to life. Like it's Definitely. it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It, it I can only imagine how hard they're gonna hit each other. Oh, it's it. it, it. I'm almost at a loss for words. It's it's gonna be like when it's gonna be as if Voltron and, and the Megazord decide to start wailing on each other. Um, no, it definitely and, and again it's 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 I heard verbally to the mags, but it's 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 sad because it it is it's a matchup that it's insane. Like I remember when, when I was breaking this down with Danny Nemesis, and it was like we we're so glad we didn't have to do predictions for this. Because this is a fight that it's so unpredictable, but it's also like you're never going to want it to end just to see what can they do next. Right. And that's another thing because it's also knowing both of these guys have that never say die attitude. There's also, this is going to be a match that, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to be a short one either. No, it's not. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a a long fight. We might have a time limit draw. (laughs) Um, But you're, what, what the difference in their styles, I think, ultimately would decide who wins. Um, Moff has been known to be light on his feet to do things that might not necessarily be indicative of someone of his size and mass and his abilities, where Shane doesn't get the just due for being as good a wrestler as he actually is. I mean, you can't you can't win the titles that you do in ROH without being a genuine worker. So you're gonna get that. Like they, they both have that. We're gonna fight. We're gonna we're gonna smash into each other. But Moff is like, hey, I can fly a bit. I can move a bit. Um, uh, my attacks can come from nowhere. Where you also have, um, like I said, Shane, the ability to genuinely out wrestle people. Like not just take his, not just utilize his size. Being able to chain and maneuver and counter. Like so, I think again going to be too hard to predict who wins what i think is going to be key is those things that they do different it's going to be one of the other to make uh to follow up on a mistake for a victory to be had yeah i was just about to say if we definitely want to get i guess that analytical with this matchup it's definitely going to be who makes that first mistake and who's able to capitalize on it which again both of these competitors definitely don't make their mistakes they both are they're seasoned in their careers especially you go danny moff like that's an og for a reason Right. If, if Moff is the king of the north, it, 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 then then Shane is the king of the south. You know, and right? You, you go. got, you got that's, what, that's what I love about Battle Club here that you guys definitely you bring that out. That it's like again, it's the best of the whole indie independent circuit here, and that's what you want to see. You want to see the best of everywhere facing off to truly show, hey, who is better? And this matchup, it's funny. Right, here we go. We got Rob Williams in the chat from BCP saying two faves. Thanks, Rob. Thank you always for the support. And again, what you do for the indie community as well. But it's funny, when I got to speak to Shane Taylor on the podcast, this is one of his dream matches here. 
because he's already right. faced low key and he's wanted to face every member of the DHS. So I can imagine he studied watching them. He's definitely looking forward to this matchup and trying to find what is a mistake Dan Moff will make. And again, he doesn't make many in that ring. Like, this is going to be one I can't wait. He's big enough, mean enough, strong enough that if he does, he usually counteracts it and he still wins. Yeah, but that cult's true for both of them. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of Shane, and he might make a mistake where he's down, and then he cracks you with that right hand, and then that package pile driver follows up. And that's again, that's what we're gonna have to wait and see. I want to see one thing again. If if Mav is the one to get that advantage, can he pick Shane Taylor up for a burning hammer? Because that's gonna be something right there. I, I think, with the exception of someone, maybe the size of the late great Yokozuna. Other than that, I don't think there's a human being on this planet Moth can't pick up. He's that scared. Yeah. And that's a scary thing. <laughs> and I know Shane's taking in that into account this Sunday. And here we go. We got Matt also in the chat. Here, here we go. So definitely yeah. seeing you there. What up? What up, Maddie? Here we go. Here we go. But let's keep it going now. From that, again, a true hoss fight, a true battle of the monsters. We're gonna go into a little more technical affair here, as it will be Darius Carter. The All-Father himself, wrestling Rich's prize, taking on Gia Scott. And again, when I talked with, with De- Nemesis about this, it's funny. I think we did the same pairing. It was like the monster clash into the technical affair. And I'm like, both of these matchups, though, even though they're so different, are going to be that just must-see. Yeah, because I no, love when sure. Darius is in there. Again, you get to see true just technical wrestling at its finest. Yeah. So. Um, with that match, you have wrestling's richest prize versus the greatest damn woman in the world. <laughs> so, you know, and like I said uh, previously, like Darius is, you know, the most recent ECWA Super 8 winner. Yep. The um, guy, he, he's had he's he's had as many belts as as the late Scott Hall has had chains. <laughs> um. You talk about methodical and cerebral and being able to just decipher the code that you think you got to win the match, and he just rips it apart. Uh, and with Gia, I mean, man, being the pupil of arguably the best technical wrestler in the world and Jonathan Gresham, like, this is going to be something that it, it, I would say if Darius doesn't – put out his mean streak, which he probably will, but if he doesn't, it's going to be very similar to Lee Moriarty versus Trisha Dora, where it's going to be one of those, the fans are quiet and watching because they're so intent on catching every single counter, every transition, every single maneuver that's done through train through chain wrestling to see who can grab a hold and take advantage of something that might have been tweaked or pulled. It, it's going to be one of those. I mean, I mean, Possibly close as close to something world of sport as possibly 40 years ago, you know, in Brooklyn. And that's and that's what I love to see. And again, to me, and this is something I might be so I always say sometimes in the minority in this of just I love a true technical battle. I love when it gets down to the fundamentals of it, because, again, especially when you're getting in the business, first things you're learning is that chain and that grapple. So yep. if you can excel at that, that's it. And these yep. two are definitely those that can excel and definitely have mastered that craft of technical wrestling. And when, again, when you talk about where G has got her lineage, again, you're talking Jonathan Gresham, who pound for pound might still be to this day recognized as one of the best in the world right now. So um, her camp right there. What Gia has over her that I don't think Darius has over her is Gia Scott won Masha Slamovich's approval. I've rarely ever had Masha come up to me and go, she can fucking go. And she made it a point to go, she can fucking go. I would have her again any day of the week. There you go. Again, that's a a very important stamp of approval to have, especially when you know 
Masha doesn't give those very often. Nope. So, and again, that's something Darius does not. Maybe Darius is going to make a point of that this Sunday to be, hey, I should be having one of those. But again, yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with those two. But again, this is going to be a must watch, especially for me. This might be match of the night right here. So I definitely, I can't wait to see what happens on Sunday. But from that, we're now going to another championship matchup here. We brought him up earlier in that five points championship matchup is going to be Steve Benya taking on the big bad Kaiju himself. Is he representing Federated that night? Is he representing STP? Might might be both because he's trying to walk out champion. It is O'Shea Edwards. And again, so, um, this, this a bit insane. of breaking news last night. Uh, that's going to be the main event of the show. Oh. Yep. Okay. Um, I have decided that this year every title will main event a show to promote an even playing field across all championships um, okay. to show that they're just as important. Every title is just as important as the other. Um, so this is Steve's up. Steve is, is, you know, he's on deck. He's, he's ready to go at bat and try to hit that walk off home run. And what's standing in front of him is someone who's calls himself the big bad Kaiju. <laughs> and yeah, he'll be, he'll be representing Federated. Mr. Martinez will be with him. Uh, and then STP will be in the back rooting him on. Um, yeah, this is going to be a monstrous battle. Um, Pena is, ah, look, hey, hello, sir. How are you? You're welcome for being on that dope poster. You're welcome. Oh, oh, you mean, you mean this poster right here? We got, we got to show that off again. That this, one, yeah, that one right that's, there. That's that a one. great poster. Again, X-Men like, inspired. X-Men I, I, inspired. I, I love that poster again. It's, it's which again, I, I, I guess I'll ask you that in a little bit as well about your thoughts on what Abraham did at the last show. We talked about him being. On the commentary desk, we talked about him being, again, he was representing Battle Club. He was representing the Fallout. And then he did what was best, again, to use that cliche, best for business, and joined um, up with Federated. So before we get there, let's yeah. let's, 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 let's touch this match. Um, yeah. Probably Pena's biggest challenge up to date. Uh, for the five points title, <laughs> Just um, literally well. and figuratively, yeah. Yeah. um, O'Shea, former ROH, um, gold wherever he goes, success wherever he goes, and having Mr. Martinez in your corner, having the tutelage of Shane Taylor in your ear. You talk about someone who's legit built to succeed in this business, no BS. That's O'Shea Edwards, um. And yeah, man, as much as I love Steve, I it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough for him to come out the other side of this in one piece, let alone victorious. This is gonna be one that again, especially being the main event matchup, this has so much now to bang his head. This adds a lot more of just he has to show out, truly prove why he is the five point champion. Prove that again, this is why he won this tournament. But let's go through that again. Pena is no slouch. He had to win a whole tournament to earn this championship. Yeah, he beat he beat Anthony Gamble. He beat Joe Acasio. Uh, he beat Jorge Santi, and then he beat Masha Slamovich. Look at that list right there again, because you're talking about great talent. You're also talking about not one but two of the coaches. Yeah, all the coaches at the Fallout. Yep, and also the captain himself of the Fallout. So again, that's showing Benya truly went through the gauntlet to get here. And I don't think he's just going to lose that anytime soon. It's not, it's going to be something. He's going to have that grip on it to make sure he, he, he has to have that grip on it. Hey, you tell you, he, 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 he's on a mission to prove that his title is the most important. Hey, I think that's, that's what every champion wants to do, especially when your, your championship is again to to go in the wrestling terminology it's a it's a secondary but i love how you're showing here it isn't every championship is as important and that's what you want from a company you want it to be hey championships mean something here there is no oh this is a secondary this is a, no 
And I think Pena, even though, again, that might be the thing, he still wants to showcase, no, this is the championship in Battle Club. But, again, he is facing off against Federated's Kaiju here. And we heard what Mr. Martinez said. He thinks, again, having Federated have all the gold is what might save Battle Club and get it to the next level. I don't know if, if it will. David, maybe to get us to the next level. Maybe to Again, get us to I'm, I'm just saying. I think that's what <laughs> he feels like. Maybe he feels like this is the 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 better the route to take. I don't know. But uh, again, it's 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 like Abraham said right there. And then I guess he's talking about those great posters again that we could just show him right there. He says we need them printed. I have them posters. printed. I have them printed. So I have them printed. We'll have them go, for the show. Special go, price for Federated, one for seventy-five dollars. <laughs> you know they got it. They got it. You see, you see the way Mr. Martinez dresses. Hey, they got suits. it. some great suits. I, I, I have it on good authority from Dirty D that Abraham's shades are like seventy-five hundred dollars. So he can pay seventy-five bucks for a poster. All right, there you go. But again, look at that. He's saying. Here you go. I'm Joakim's best partner in the booth for sure. The feedback was incredible. He, hey, listen. I'm not going to say he's the best because Gino is, with without a doubt, the best color guy in the world. He's hysterical. He can And, and somehow, in being funny, he can still sell a match. And yeah. Mike is as good as it gets when it comes to being an analyst. But Abe and I did have this unbelievable synergy and before he kind of he did what he did and we haven't really talked before all that happened like he and i would have these wonderful conversations so it just made sense that it would transfer to the commentary booth so he is absolutely one of the best i've ever been in the booth with um in comparison to everyone i've been in the booth with but i can't say he's the best one of absolutely all right well i think that's that's fair enough to say and fair for for Abe, but let's let's talk about that before we move on to the next matchup. Let's talk a little bit about that again. Your thoughts on what he did again? That best for business route again. Look where he's gotten him. He's now on a, a dope poster right there. So, uh, your thoughts on him aligning with Federated? Um, he did what he felt was best, and I can't knock him for it. Uh, if you take a look at Federated and Battle Club, you have Brute Vance Life, you have Mike Orlando, you have Mick Drake, the current franchise champion, Saeed Asaba. I mean, the list is just about endless when it comes to success in Battle Club. Um, Mr. Martinez brought up previously how other people who were in charge tried to rid Battle Club of it. Um, at the time, I wasn't. And it didn't make sense to me, um, but they prevailed. Mick was the last man standing. Mick made it a point. Um, Mick is now the franchise. Um, so he did what was best. I can't knock him for that. And like I said, if I thought Federated was out to destroy us or wasn't good for Battle Club, they wouldn't be on a Battle Club show. Um, I have questions. Uh, I want to know how long this ruse was going on for. Because unless Abe is a magician, that shirt was always under the fallout shirt. So was the plan always going to be, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping sides? Was it a ploy? Was it them baiting, you know, Coach Law to come out and wrestle? Like, I don't know. This was cooked up by them. Was, right, I, happy I, with, I, was I happy with how things turned out? Not necessarily, but the match was incredible. And with the exception of Abe helping Drake out, who knows how things would have turned out. But ultimately, McDrake is still the franchise. Federated is still in, in, you know, they still have that franchise championship in their corner. They have the power that comes with that title. And they have a great young upstart in Abraham Khan, you know, he has said multiple times, and again, like I said, in conversations that we've had, he wants to be the face that you think of when you hear Battle Club and aligning himself with Federated, who is day one back. There are only two talents 
still currently wrestling on the roster that are day one battle club. And that's all of Federated as a unit. And then as a singles competitor is Darius Carter. There you go. And again, those are two great forces. Again, great parts of the battle club roster. Again, it's shown to definitely be showcased there. And again, I can't blame Abraham. Like I, after the conversation I had with Mr. Martinez, uh, this might be a thing, but I, I don't know. Again, uh, will I still be invited if that's the thing? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll still we'll still let you on. We we have to because again, you're you're the boss man, so we got to get you to talk. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely. Again, we'll we'll see where that goes, and hopefully Abraham uh, lets the matches go the way they're they're supposed to go, and not not stick his nose as well in that. But we'll have to wait and see. But this next one now. We talked about it here. The franchise champion himself, Mick Drake, taking on a huge challenge here as it will be him defending against STP member. He is Moses. This is um, going to be, again, this is a challenge for Mick here. This is a huge competitor, again, in the literal sense once again. And Moses, again, star-studded, has held championship gold Everywhere he goes, has held those Ring of Honor championships as well. Member of STP, like I mentioned, this is going to be a fight for that franchise championship. Um, Moses uh, put out a promo earlier today saying how he had his dream ripped away from him. So now he's looking to become the heavyweight franchise. Um, the consensus when it comes to everyone who comes across Mick Drake is he is deceptively strong, which is kind of crazy because you look at him, you, you've already figured he's got to be strong. He looks it. So well, if the reason look, they call him the dagger. So right. If sense. you look strong and then you're still deceiving people on how strong you actually are, it's like, whoa, it's mind blowing. I mean, I, I know Mike has told me uh, Steve and Mick have mixed it up in, in the Carolinas for WrestleCade. Like they did not believe how easily Drake threw them around. Uh, and Drake, with his switchblade DDT, is what I like to call it, because it, it comes out of nowhere. Any variation, whether it was off a suicide dive, like against Mick, or off a, a counter, like he did to Rob to win the title. I mean, it comes out of nowhere. There's a snap to it. If he wants to be emphatic, he throws you up and drives you down with it. Um, that can come out of nowhere. And, and Moses, you know, being part of STP again, having Shane Taylor in your ear, all that knowledge. Uh, and then <laughs> I, I've said it before. I went to a show in DC just to, you know, I like to scout in person and the energy that Moses had on his entrance, the crowd, the way they fed him, the way he fed them back. I was just like, I have to have that in Brooklyn. And that's why we have this, what we have now. Um, it's it's going to be good. It, yeah. It's a tall order for Mick. Mick is clearly strong enough to take it, but is Moses going to be motivated enough to have his, you know, his, his, I guess his mentor in Shane in the back, his brother in O'Shea in the back, and, you know, the, the people of the crowd of Juneteenth. I mean, the way Mick won his last match was a bit nefarious, so I don't think the crowd's going to be behind him. And Moses is going to be, you know, he's not the hometown hero, but he's going to have the hometown advantage because people are going to be on his side. There you go. And that that also plays a factor right there because I, I want to think, again, O'Shea is representing Federated. But that becomes a factor as well because now who is his support going to be for? He, is it his brother-in-arms right there in, Shea, in, in Moses with Shea Taylor Promotions? Or is it going to be for Federated Champion, the franchise champion? I think this is one of those unique positions, and it's why O'Shea, O'Shea himself is a wonderful businessman. He wins no matter what happens, so he doesn't have to throw it out there. Yeah. If Mick retains, Federated still wins. If Moses wins, Shane Taylor Promotions has has you, you know go. a championship. That's all business right there from Federated. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Nothing yeah. personal. There you go. Again, that's 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 all it is. Again. Well, Fed's in the chat. So again, Federated, let's let's show you that great poster once again. You're again, welcome. That's that's a lovely poster. So um, <laughs> you know, and like I said, I mean, ha have have things been done that might not necessarily be deemed the most noble? Absolutely, but wrestling is all about 
being successful. And the one thing I can say is regardless of how they get the job done, Federated has never disrespected Battle Club. They've never gone out their way to do anything harmful. And again, um, it's for that to get the win right. again, right there. Right. Federated even stated right there. Made yeah. the best man win. There you go. That's it. That's it. They they like I said, they their 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 ways might not be the best, but it's always been about doing what's best for them and simultaneously doing what's best for Battle Club. And there you go. See, there you go. Thank you. Nothing but love for you and BCP. There you go. That's what, that's what you want to see. That's what the you want to see. And again, that's what Mr. Martinez was saying on the podcast when we had him on. He said, again, he's trying to do what's best to steer Battle Club. Again, this isn't a, a tyranny. This isn't to take it over. This isn't to destroy it. It's definitely to help it succeed because it's a win-win for, for both parties involved. So there we go. And now... Let's talk about it here as it is for the Icons Championship here. It will be defending champion Big Swole against Willow Nightingale. And this is this is a, I, I want to call it right now, almost a worldwide matchup here. Because just of what both have traveled all around the globe. And even announced, I believe it was earlier today, Willow's going all the way to Japan soon. So she might be taking that Icons championship all the way to Japan with her if she can walk out victorious on Sunday. She might. That would that would make the Icons title uh world title, which would be dope. Um you talk about two women that represent everything Battle Club is trying to showcase, two women of color, two women in general being badasses, but in their own unique ways. You know, like I, I've said I said it before, Willow is literally like everything that's wonderful and cute and, and endearing and, 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 you know, magnetic about like anime, yeah. all that joy and bubbly and just <laughs> wonderful personality put into a human being. And then she goes out there and she does a cannonball and a DVD and she smiles and super kicks your face off and it hits you with her moon. So and it's just like, I was literally just cuted to death. <laughs> it, it, um, it's, it's one of those things. Cause it's like, it's so deceiving. Cause it's like, Oh, happy go lucky. But then right, the shit thumbs up, <laughs> and then crack you with a Larry, and you're like, "What the hell just happened?" And then with Swole, you get you know the the auntie, the mama bear vibes, the swag that's off the chain. Yeah. She's so fly as a person. She's so fly as an individual. Just everything here is wonderful. Um, regardless of what anybody thinks, an incredible wrestler. You know, George South does not produce bad talent. So whoever needs to hear that, please take note. There's nothing wrong with her abilities in the ring. She is as good as anyone ever. Um, so you have those two contrasting styles. Like I said, two ridiculously talented individuals on two totally different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. They're going to clash. And there's a lot of people who, uh, with a lot of these matches, can't pick sides because... It's one of those, like, I love them both. How do you, yeah, how it, you do one? It's, again, how could you? This is, again, why I'm glad I don't do the prediction show. Because this is one that, again, it's just going to be. Uh, the winner, again, I'll steal, I'll steal the cliche again. The winner here are the fans. Yes. Just because they're going to see a spectacle of a matchup here. Again, that clash of styles, which the whole show here, let's be honest, is truly that it's a clash of styles all night long. Also, it's a clash of again just the indie circuit as a whole. You have this, you have the north, you have the south, east, west, everything in between, all under one roof. Well, it's not even under a roof; it's outside. Outside, it's, <laughs> it's outside sun. on Sunday. So, and again, it's going to be great to see all that. And this matchup is truly going to tear the house. And again, it's a championship match that adds another element and a whole nother level to it now. Because both yeah. of these women, again, love to showcase their talents. They love to exceed expectation, if you will. But now when it's under a championship matchup as well, it's, again, to prove why they should be that champion. For Swole, why she still remain champion. For Willow to prove, hey, I'm coming in to take what I feel is mine. And, again, taking it all around with her. So that's going to be it's gonna be It's going to be dope. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see it. It's it's uh, I know Swole has personally asked me to face Willow 
And when I was able to make that happen, it was wonderful. Um, and I, I just, I, I, I can't wait to see how this one turns out because it's going to be one of those like, wow, what did I just witness? And Definitely. again, Juneteenth, part of Black WrestleFest in Brooklyn, two astronomically talented women tearing the atmosphere down because it's going to be outside. Definitely. And there you go. Federated saying no roof because if there would be, we don't want to get held responsible for property damage. There you go. Right. Hey, again, he's looking for the best investment but, for both parties. But I know for a fact that if there was property damage, Federated can handle the cost because, you know, those suits that Mr. Martinez wears started like six digits. <sighs> oh, man. This is, again, he does have some nice suits. Yes. The nice best. Suits. Yeah, some nice suits. Again, that that's something of consensus. Again, you could see it even on that poster. Everyone in Federated looks great. Look at that. Dapper. Dapper. Look at how they all look. Again, this is this is why I brought the conversation up because I'm like, hey, I look good in red too. Look at the hair. So, <laughs> but again, it's going to be a stacked show, guys. Again, if we haven't told you enough about it, but definitely get your tickets. Take a link in the description down below as well. Get your tickets. You're going to want to be there Sunday. You want to be there for the whole weekend as well. Enjoy yeah. the whole convention. It is Black Russell Fest. It's going to be a true spectacle of a weekend. And then end that weekend with a great show this Sunday. Yep. It's going to be Listen. Juneteenth. It's Father's Day. Come exactly. out and enjoy. Just about to say that. Yeah. How many dads are tired of getting garbage socks or a terrible tie for Father's Day? I know if my kid, if I had a kid, he came up to me. He's like, Dad, I'm going to take you to a wrestling show. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, it's only 20 bucks. You can barely get a decent lunch or dinner for 20 bucks now. And tw general $20 gets you in general admission for a show. That's if you pre-order. You know, tickets at the door is going to go up a little more. We got to make sure everything's covered. Like Mr. Mr. Martinez said, you gotta, everything's got to be covered just in case there's property damage. Because, I mean, I've, I've got – we have a show with, with Rehan. We have a show with Yaya, Moses, O'Shea, Shane. Moth, like we have some titans on this card, so there's still going to be some yeah, it, it, it might end up being where you get NYPD and Fox 5 overhead, like what is going on in Brooklyn? Uh, and that's and, and while those helicopters are in the air, that's where main event and federated uh, treehouse <laughs> and we're gonna be wrestling each other. <laughs> oh man. I'll say this as a shoe again from the location of where this is. I'm a block away. You're gonna be feeling just the impact of a lot of these matches all the way over there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's gonna be interesting again to see how this all goes. And here we go. Federated saying, like, I guess they don't want that information out there about the about the suits and all that all that good stuff. <laughs> so and here we go. Um, Mr. Martinez kids knows how to pick ties. They're they're all very nice. Oh, there you go, Mr. Martinez likes his ties because he wants. He to, does. He has very, to look has a lot of nice ties. A lot of nice ties. But but it's because uh, what what is it is it bespoke? I think is the word it, pertaining to suits and stuff like that. Like there, he has trained his children to be like, oh, this is the kind of thing you need to buy, Dad. Is a very if you don't buy quality. Dad. Yeah. If you don't take care of Dad's gifts, Dad's gonna give you the point, and that's an inside <laughs> joke Mr. Martinez knows about. There you go. But again, very high quality. All that's high quality. But let's also bring this up because I saw you get this question also on another podcast. And I wanted to bring it up as well because this is something I, I wanted to bring up to you. Again, Black Russell Fest is this weekend. Again, a lot of a lot of that you're getting the representation is a Latino Russell Fest conversation. <laughs> you know I had to ask because again. As, as Latinos, we, we want something like that as well. Again, we saw a, I guess, a Lucha Expo done. But yeah. it wasn't in New York. It wasn't mm -hmm. here. It wasn't close to be like, no, this is this is our area. This is what Would, we want to see. Will I do a full weekend convention? Probably not. Yeah. Am I against maybe doing a solo day with meet and greets specifically geared towards Hispanic and Latino wrestlers, probably our anniversary is October 1st. It's literally smack dab in the middle of Latino Heritage Month. Yeah. Again, accidentally, but prophetically. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I can't say it's totally out the picture. What I can say is after Black WrestleFest, after Welcome to War, we're going to have Jobber Slam 2. We're going to have uh, our anniversary actually falls on a Saturday. So October 1st, we're going to have the show. That's going to be the show after jo uh, Jobber Slam 2. Mm -hmm. um, and if everything goes well, we will have one more all-women show before the year is out. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not against it, but I would like to do it in a very specific way. Um, Viva la lucha. I know I that... likes the idea. <laughs> I, I, I know that every Battle Club show we do, we're very big on promoting women, promoting people of the LGBTQ community and, pro, uh, you know, promoting people of color, Blacks, Latinos, Indians, um, just being seasoned is what I like to call it. You know, there's flavor in our, in our shows. Yeah. It's, and again, this is nothing against other promotions, but if you take out the coasts and you take out Detroit, Chicago, up North and then Texas, and, you know, some of the lower parts of uh, Florida, Atlanta, like, and you get to the middle, all those wrestling shows are 10 matches where nine of them are blue-eyed, blue, uh, blue blonde-haired white guys. And then you get a token match, whether it's a minority or a woman. It's never really both. So we pride ourselves on showcasing those kinds of talent here because that's what I've, that's what I've seen growing up. So that's the kind of talent I want to put on. Um, it's a point of pride. Uh, I hope no one misconstrues it, but everyone on this show is someone of some kind of culture, some kind of color. Everyone. Everyone. There's no straight up, you know, Caucasian people on the show. I don't want to come off as, you know, bad or racist, what the case may be, but this is Black WrestleFest. And I learned a long time ago um, through a wonderful a wonderful African-American teacher, Miss Dunstan, I'll never forget her. She said, what a lot of people don't understand is, while people who aren't black but are of color don't necessarily know the issues and the plights that come with being black, most people in this country look at you like you are. And the saying is, it pretty it holds pretty true. If you're a minority, most most people, especially of those who are ignorant, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're black." This is just automatically the case. Um, so as part of Black WrestleFest weekend, I made it a point to showcase our people, to put on the forefront our people. Um, I'm really proud of that. I'm honored that Danielle and the Pretty Heels team and the Black WrestleFest team trusted me to be the promoter and the promotion to put on the show for their convention. Um, so I'm really happy about that. I'm honored and, and yeah, just to circle back around, am I against it? No, um, it might not be exactly the same as Black WrestleFest, but Latino WrestleFest might be a thing. All right, there you go. And again, it, it's something that I, I threw out just because I also heard it. I was like, this has been something that I've been meaning to ask you, but I know even though again, and I talked to you about this even outside of this and even on the last podcast we had that you can see in Battle Club again, representation is there. And that's what I love about it. You get to see again, especially a lot of people like us, again, that Latino background. Again, you have everything that you want to see finally get showcased. In the and, right and before we close out, yeah. along those lines of representation, the day before Jobber Slam 2, you're gonna have Black Girl Magic too. And Spice Spiegel is putting that on and I'm doing everything I can to help and make sure that's successful because that is something else that needs to be seen in all women's all black show. Like, and it's gonna be in Brooklyn. I convinced her to do it in Brooklyn. I think it's the proper place for it to happen. Yeah. So yeah, again, continuing the mission statement that our people, the people that we grew up with, the people that we know, we love, we trust, the people that we look up to, the people that guide us, they need to have these platforms and these opportunities. Definitely. Again, guys, come out, come join the insane weekend. Come support this weekend once again. It is going to be Black Wrestle, Black Wrestle Fest weekend 
Sunday, it ends off with Welcome to War. Again, we went through the stacked card here. We definitely showed this poster maybe a few too many times, but again, <laughs> it's so great. So great. It's a great poster. poster. But great again, poster. Sunday is the place to be. Get your tickets. Link in the description down below. Go follow Battle Club as well to make sure you're staying up to date with any announcements. Also, the great promos that are coming out to remind you of this weekend. So go follow Battle Club right there on Instagram. Go follow them on Twitter. And again, as well, let me make sure we plug them as well. Go follow Federated on Twitter. Go follow them at underscore Federated there. Go follow them on Instagram, underscore Federated. And again, get your tickets. Also, tune in this Friday. We're going to have Coach Mike oh! Law himself. The colossal Mike Law will be joining Respect the Craft as we'll be talking a little more about Welcome to War and everything he has going on, especially coming soon. But everyone I, watching. I, I can't wait till we get a little more worldwide so you guys can see all the things that Coach Law has up his sleeve. <laughs> Definitely. We're gonna... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it, I love Coach. I can't wait to see him. Definitely. But again, thank you so much for coming on, brother. This has been great. Everyone watching, thank you for joining us here. And as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, and respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. And, ah, oh, Federated had to say that. He'll make it all about himself. Well, that that's the day he's supposed to. It's supposed to be to put himself over. But, again, guys, peace. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>